A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a meal delivery plan that is 100% heart-healthy, plant-based, made without gluten, oils, or refined sugar. All customers receive eight meals and two sides for only $100, plus $9.99 shipping. They offer an exciting new menu each week that are shipped out on Mondays. Based in New Jersey, Try Vegan delivers north to Vermont, south to Maryland, west to Pennsylvania, includes all major cities such as New York and Philly. There's no contractor commitment, and you all, my audience, can save 25% off your first order. Promo code, capital L, capital Y, capital T, capital Y, yoga. That's lit yoga. Website is tryveganmealprep.com. Vince is a friend of mine. He is an amazing human being, and I have this myself. This saves me time and energy, and I get these delicious, delicious homemade meals delivered right to my doorstep. So try vegan yourself. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is Motivation Monday or Monday Motivation. Uh, It is about distraction. So I was noticing the other day, we were in the midst of the pandemic and I've been teaching online like many yoga teachers. Um, I've had online stuff already, but I'm doing it for my studio as well as some live Instagrams, but I have a lot of taped and library style classes on my Lit Daily. So there's a lot going on there, Um, but I'm spending more time on technology than I normally do. And I think a lot of people are also doing that. And between working at home and looking at different levels of news. I know some people spend a lot of time looking at the news and some spend less time, but I think it's safe to say we're all more prone to be distracted right now because we are on technology. We are not in our normal habits. I'm not saying we're all on technology. We might be on technology more than than usual. Uh, We are, most of us are not in, in keeping with our daily habits our daily schedule prior to the pandemic and and life has changed as we know it. And there's a lot of discord with that and and, uh, certainly just uncertainty 
And I think that all of that makes you ripe for more distractibility in your life. And so I was noticing, I was, this was in the morning, I was preparing my son's breakfast because it was his birthday and getting my dog food. I had my computer open to watch something on Netflix because I was going to be over the stove for a bit of time doing something that just, you know, there's a lot of wait time, French toast, vegan French toast. And, and then I just, then there was another thought that popped up in my head and all of a sudden it was like, no, like noise and blank at the same time. Like I was like, wait, what was I just doing? Or what should I be doing? It was like too many, it's kind of like too many tabs are open on the computer. And so I just quickly jotted out on my Instagram feed, like, ah, I'm feeling really distracted. What does everybody do? I'd like to talk about this on my podcast. What does everybody do when they feel this level of distraction? As I know a lot of people are feeling. And so many people wrote back. It was crazy. I mean, it's just like almost a hundred responses, which is, you know, a lot for, I think a 12 hour after 12 hours, I was like, I'm certainly not going to look at more than, or talk about more than a hundred responses. And I'm probably not going to get to even that many. But I thought as human beings who are experiencing this time in our life together and yet also independently, because there are different things that are coming up for everybody and some are very serious. So I I don't want to make light of any of that. I, I do want to just talk about like, what are some tips that people have for this level of distractibility that I think a lot of us are feeling? And this... I think the level of distractibility is also really making us confused because we think we've got maybe more free time, we're at home, we should be more productive, and yet we're probably not nearly as productive as we might otherwise be because there's just that kind of low grade or or, or higher volume noise in the head. And so distractibility is really just noise. It's just too much information and we just kind of ping pong from one thing to another and can't kind of stick and land and settle so to speak on that one thought or one task and and then sometimes we just feel like okay screw it i can't get anything done so let's just go and watch some netflix or lie on the couch and stare out the window or whatever it is so how do we do with this well these were lots of great answers i'm just going to read some of them in in mainly because you might have your own, may, maybe one of these will help you, but also so you more importantly recognize that we are all combating this to some degree. And you know, you might have lost your job. That's going to have a different feel than people that are working at home. You know, there's all these different levels of change that people have been experiencing, and it and it's like life-changing very quickly. So our ability to adapt to it has not necessarily always caught up with where we are. So here are some responses that I got. Well, first of all, my question was, you know, what do you do when you are suffering from a lot of distractibility? One person said, let it happen. Distractions from the everyday is our intuition saying, hey, process, but keep living. Another person said, I stop and give myself permission to do one thing at a time. That's really nice. So for me this morning, I should have first fed my dog, 
and then collected the stuff for my son's French toast and then maybe started that. And maybe I didn't need to watch anything while I was doing it. I don't always watch something. I often don't. I'm usually in the kitchen just with my own thoughts and doing something. But for some reason, I, for some reason, sometimes we don't even know I had this impulse to watch something because nobody else was in the kitchen with me. So maybe I just wanted to hear something, you know, this isolation. We might be alone. We might be with our family. We might be um, going to work or not, you know, if that's, if we're still considered in that essential personnel, but it's probably most people are feeling some degree of, of isolation. So maybe that's what I was trying to do. I have no idea. But yeah, just giving my giving myself permission to do one thing at a time. Another person says having a mantra. So a mantra, I've talked about this before. It's like having a saying that you repeat over and over. And it could just be as simple as like, I can do this. I can do this. Or just breathe. Or movement creates change. That's one of my mantras just move. <laughs> and if you say it enough times, you are, you're encouraging your brain, inviting it to, to attach to that thought, that vibration of the repetitive sound mantra. It could, mantras can also be sounds or quote or whatever it is. Somebody else said, I go out in nature or I listen to music. Another person said, I give myself a time limit on letting myself be distracted and then set aside to pause. I like that. I like that. So it's like we kind of recognizing like we're going to be all distracted and popping like popcorn and, and then just putting like a timer on and be like, okay, now it's time to come into focus and maybe have some tool to help that. Another person said, make a list, which I do find incredibly helpful. And I have really gotten a little bit away from that. And I need to get back on board. I used to have, um, or I still have by my bed, a notebook or, or something that I can write down things as they come into my head. Because it's at nighttime, usually we have these thoughts that pop up or in the dark. And they'll stay there and you're like, oh, I'm worried. I'm, I'm really worried. I'm going to forget this in the morning. And so it kind of stays, it lays in your brain. So what I've found is if I don't like turn on the lights, write it down really quickly and like get it out of my brain, I, I feel like in a way my sleep is affected, but I have to take that into my day as well. In a way, having something nearby to write down and make the list. I like that idea. Another person offers, stop doing whatever I'm doing and go for a walk. That's a great idea. That would have worked for me this morning at that moment. But even if I'd said, okay, put the dog food down, make the breakfast and then go for a walk, which I actually ended up doing. But it is, I think when it would work really well, if you're kind of ping-ponging around, doing a bunch of work, having a bunch of things open on your computer. And if you just stop and then go for a walk, like that person had said, go in nature in some way. Another woman offered, take a break and go into nature or listen to music. Music and nature are both good. Then we have, have a cup of tea, get back to my desk and set a 20 minute timer to work on task. I think a lot of people do find that timers are so helpful because they give you, again, some parameters 
And it's almost like brackets in a music phrase. You know, it gives you a, a beginning and an end. And I think within that, that helps a lot with distractibility because in some big way, in a much more amorphous way, we our days are not bracketed well or we're at least not familiar yet with the brackets of the day. So that in, in a way makes us more prone to be distracted because we have kind of less of those parameters in place than we do when we have our kind of quote, typical life. Someone says, taking slow, deep breaths with my eyes closed for 10 to 30 seconds. Beautiful idea. You know, it's often said in the yoga world, but in other, in other many other forms of mindfulness practice or um, psychotherapy practices that the breath can really change everything. If we just attune to it, it isn't as if we weren't breathing, but if we turn into and tune into our breath, we can change our nervous system. And by changing our nervous system, we are changing that sense of clarity within the mind, the scrambled ping-pongy mine. Someone says, allowing and addressing whatever anxiety, frustration, fear is causing the distraction. I love that because often we are distracted uh, in our subconscious mind as an effort to not, as he's saying here, to not feel, to not uh, go down a a corridor of feeling and anxiety. And instead of like riding the wave of that emotion, we distract ourselves from it. And we might do that at, you know, any point in our life or many times during our our lives. And it could be a habit, but you, you bring it into a different arena, like this world theater that we're, that we're operating, where we're all players here and we're all feeling it. And we might do it even to a greater degree because it's it's too much to kind of think like, what is this fear about? What is this anxiety about? You know, am I going to be able to pay my bills? Am I going to be able to go back to the life that I had before? Am I, am I going to lose my job? Or if you've lost your job, am I going to find another job? There's so many corridors we can go down. And sometimes going down them is not as bad as refusing to go down them, if that makes sense. Like like what he's saying is like allowing that fear to come up because then we can always say, okay, I can face that when that comes, but what am I going to do in this moment? So we can actually, something becomes a lot less fear producing if we allow ourselves to fear it to really get a sense of it. You know, I'm not at all suggesting this is right for everybody. I'm, everybody is, every person is different. Everybody is different. Our histories are different. So I'm not saying everyone is going to have the tools or should be doing that, or I, I should speak to that. But I'm saying like in this experience that we're having right now, acknowledging that it is, grief we're feeling. It is grief of and, and grieving and mourning uh, the, the lives that we used to have that now seem kind of blissfully unaware of, of some real hard stuff. And, and of course, more and more suffering that we're hearing about 
of people actually dying of the virus and, and et cetera. So if at that moment it feels like it's something you can do or I can do, maybe just feeling like what is under this? Is there something under it? And for me this morning, I think it was a lot, you know, as my, um, I was feeling this, I was making this for my son's birthday. And I think feeling like, I know I was feeling so many feelings this morning before that. And now that I look back on it, I know that it, all of those feelings probably led to that distractibility. I was feeling like, wow, I can't believe my baby is 15. Wow, what a world that we're in now, how different it was 15 years ago. That makes me start thinking about my dad, who is now, um, it's been over, it's been about 14 months since he passed. And I also saw this morning a reminder of the eulogy that I wrote for him. It kind of popped up in my Facebook memory. So it's like all these emotions were there. And thinking about in 15 years, how much joy and celebration and how much pain and anguish and grief and scars and how they're all kind of intertwined as a part of my life. So yeah, now it totally makes sense why I was distracted because it's like, ah, you got to feel those things. And I, I did. I cried a little bit this morning before I got distracted. So I still had some more uh, unloading to do, apparently. What are some other things people wrote in? Oh, leave everything and go to the toilet for a quick face wash. I love that. Splash some water on your face. Someone says, stop and take a deep breath and focus on one task. Very good. Another person, hands on the heart, close eyes and take a few deep breaths. Again, these breaths keep coming back. The next number of people, deep breaths, tuning into the body instead of the mind. Another person, breathe, pick one small task to focus on and completely finish. Another, focus on my breathing. Another, I set a timer, 10, 15, 20 minutes during this time. I do nothing but focusing on one task at a time. And yet another, getting on my yoga mat, so great to do. Someone else writes, making a list of temporary things to dump. If it's in writing, I know I can circle back to it. Again, I, 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 I totally agree with this. Someone else writes, first step, noticing the divide of focus. That's what I did this morning. I was like, wow, my focus is all over the place. Then I closed my eyes, deep audible breaths through the nose. Along those lines, stop and meditate for five minutes. Again, connecting to breath. This person says, I close my eyes, breathe and think, right. What do I want to give my intention to right now? I like that. Right now. Just a few more because I could go on and on. There's so many great ones and, and a lot of them do start to kind of circle back to the breathing, to the nature, to music. A lot just people recognizing they need to give themselves permission to be distracted. Someone said, putting my phone away, trying to bring my mind back to be doing one thing at a time. I think that's great advice. I think we can all realize that that would be highly, highly just healing to just put the things down that do tend to be distracting and cause more distractibility and just be. And I think more than anything, what I'm learning, and I hope you're learning too, is be adaptable and recognize that distractibility will happen. Don't beat yourself up over it. 
and just keep coming back to this place of like, what do I need right now to help me, to help me feel the feelings I'm feeling, to help me accomplish maybe one thing at a time, write down the things that I need to do that I need to get off my brain and to breathe, breathe big and heavy, breathe and let it go and stay connected. So please stay connected to me and stay connected to all the other people in your lives. We're in this together, my friends. And as always, I'm pulling for you in my distracted mind or not. I'm always here. Thank you so much for listening. 